No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 74 where Asaph prays that God will remember Israel. The enemy has destroyed the sanctuary. How long will they reproach the nation and blaspheme God? We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Asaph was one of David's first string worship leaders. But Psalm 74, though credited to Asaph, speaks of the destruction of the temple, which occurred several centuries after David. Therefore, it is thought that the author of this psalm was a namesake among Asaph's descendants. Psalm 74. O God, why have you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, the tribe of your inheritance, which you have redeemed. This Mount Zion, where you have dwelt, Lift up your feet to the perpetual desolations. The enemy has damaged everything in the sanctuary. And so Asaph, witnessing the destruction of the temple by the Babylonians, fears that God has cast them off forever. I mean, that's how it seemed to him. And there are times when things are just so brutal, so horrendous to us, that it seems as though God has cast us off and that He'll never come to our aid again. But of course, that's not the the case. He said, why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? He, He couldn't understand how they could be the sheep of his pasture. And yet the Lord bring forth his anger so terribly against them. Remember your congregation, which you have purchased. Asaph remembered that the Lord had redeemed their lives from slavery in Egypt. He had purchased them. So now would he not remember them? And he called them the tribe of his inheritance. Now, how hard does a man work and fight to hold on to his inheritance? And the Lord's people are his inheritance. That concept carries through to the church. Paul wrote in Ephesians 1.18, I pray that your heart's will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I love the fact that God looks at us as his inheritance and he'll fight for us. Asaph referred to Mount Zion where the Lord dwelt. He watched as the temple was destroyed by the Babylonians. Of all places in the world, the temple in Jerusalem was where God was pleased to put his name. It was his home among his people. So would he now suffer its destruction and do nothing? Asaph said, lift up your feet. He boldly calls upon the Lord to do something. It is difficult for us to understand God's workings during times of hardship. We have such a small window through which to peer. But God knows the end from the beginning. And even during the times of destruction of Jerusalem, He knew His plans for His people. 
not to harm them, but to give them a glorious future. That calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints. Your enemies roar in the midst of your meeting place. They set up their banners for signs. They seem like men who lift up axes among the thick trees. And now they break down its carved work all at once with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your sanctuary. They have defiled the dwelling place of your name to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them altogether. They have burned up all the meeting places of God in the land. And so here were the enemies roaring in the sanctuary of the Lord, defiling it. They set up their banners, their ensigns, which were to glorify their pagan gods. And yet these were now in the temple. They break down its carved work with axes and hammers. Of course, the temple of Solomon was covered with gold. And here they were taking axes and hammers to it, no doubt to get the gold, but destroying the temple. They have set fire to your sanctuary. Now this happened with the Babylonians, but it happened again in 70 AD when the Romans destroyed Herod's temple uh, there in Jerusalem as well. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them together. You know, the devil would destroy the people of God, the Jews, the church. He would destroy them all if he could. But God keeps that from happening. Now, Asaph said they have burned up all the meeting places of God. As Asaph looked upon the whole landscape, he saw that there was no safe place for the people of God to worship God. And I look and see what's been happening in our nation and especially in California during this pandemic, how the governor has made it so that the churches cannot meet in their churches. They cannot assemble together. And yet there have been some pastors who have said, we're going to meet anyway. Better for us to obey God than men. And uh, my prayers go out for them because it is clearly the work of the enemy to prevent the people of God from coming together and worshiping God as the Bible tells us to do. We do not see our signs There is no longer any prophet, nor is there any among us who knows how long. O God, how long will the adversary reproach? Will the enemy blaspheme your name forever? Why do you withdraw your hand, even your right hand? Take it out of your bosom and destroy them. So Asaph was saying there's no prophet to tell us how long this is going to last. How long will the adversary reproach and blaspheme. When men arrogantly reproach and blaspheme God, it won't be long till God will arise to defend his name. It seems sometimes that God is slow to act, but he will soon arise to glorify his name because the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's what Isaiah said. God is fully capable of defending the glory of his name. And so Asaph said, take your hand out of your bosom and destroy them. He sees God as though his hands are crossed and he's not doing anything. But Asaph says, come on, God, it's time to do something. For God is my king from of old. 
working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea serpents in the waters. You broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You broke open the fountain and the flood. You dried up mighty rivers. The day is yours. The night also is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. He said, God is my king from of old. Blessed is the person who can claim God as his personal king and whose conscience testifies that he is truly a loyal subject. He speaks of God working salvation in the midst of the earth. We can be sure that the one who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth is working at all times to bring his salvation to those who will trust in him. We may look around and see that things are not like we wanted them to be. Maybe the person that you want to be president isn't president. But you know what? God is still working to bring his salvation to those who trust in him. Circumstances may look dismal and hopeless, but the God of hope is still seeking and saving the lost. You divided the sea by your strength. Of course, he's looking back to the time that God parted the Red Sea to deliver his people from the Egyptians. You broke the heads of Leviathan. Leviathan was the ominous sea serpent. Whether it was real or symbolic for the army of Pharaoh, when Leviathan rears its ugly heads in your life through opposition or disaster or fear or insult, you can call on the one whose awesome strength slays the terrible monster. He will destroy your enemy and make him bread for you. You prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. You dried up mighty rivers. Of course, God dried up the Jordan so they could cross on that into the promised land. The day and night are yours, whether light or darkness. God sees and works at all times the dark is as light to him. In places of darkness, his light is most visible. And he is the light who illuminates our darkness and shows us the way to go. You have set the borders of the earth. He who commands the proud ocean waves to halt will set the boundaries for Satan and all his minions. So consider all the mighty works of God for his people and be at peace. Remember this, that the enemy has reproached, O Lord, and that a foolish people has blasphemed your name. O do not deliver the life of your turtle dove to the wild beast. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have respect to the covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of the haunts of cruelty. Oh, do not let the oppressed return ashamed. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, plead your own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproaches you daily. Do not forget the voice of your enemies. The tumult of those who rise up against you increases continually. So remember that the enemy has reproached. Asaph calls to mind the enemy's reproaches to rouse God's mighty hand. Blessed is the person of faith 
who from blasphemies of the wicked can call forth God's response. Do not deliver the life of your turtle dove to the wild beast. I love the imagery of this. Asaph said, look, we're your turtle dove. We are your darlings. Don't deliver us over to the wild beast to be consumed. Have respect to the covenant. Charles Spurgeon calls this the master key. Heaven's gate must open to this. You see, God is obliged to be true to his covenant. And we who believe in Jesus Christ have been redeemed under the new covenant through the blood of our Lord. Will God not heed the cry of his redeemed ones and bring his loving kindness to the haunts of cruelty? Let the poor and needy praise your name. The poor and needy always have a special place in God's heart. Plead your own cause. Remember the foolish and rebellious ones who insult you daily and do something, Lord. In our humanity, we despise the day of trouble. But wise and worshipful people will find in evil circumstances boldness to plead before the throne of grace. May God help us to be such faithful and effective intercessors. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at Psalms 75 and 76, where Asaph praises God for his righteous judgments throughout the earth. Exaltation comes not from man, but from the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.